0: ladies and gentlemen welcome back to true life podcast hope everybody's having a beautiful day it's friday uh it's friday with two d's because i got a double dose of shows coming for you Uh, i got the one and only mike robinson right here i know that he doesn't need an introduction for those who are watching for those on my channel but for those who may not know let me just give him this quick little one two right here he's what High Times Top 100 Most Influential People in Cannabis 2021, one of the top voices from around the world in the cannabinoid medicine education arena, founder of the Global Cannabinoid Research Center in Santa Barbara, co-founder of the Nanobles Corporation, cancer survivor, compassionate father, amazing human being, lover of life's mysteries, great man all around, super stoked he's here. Mike, thanks for being here, my friend. I appreciate it.
1: Well, I'm I'm humbled by the introduction. I'll tell you, I'm I'm not sure if I deserve all. We missed a few of the other things, but let's stay on the positive. You know, it is Friday. And for a lot of people, we've worked all week and it's like, weekend, you know. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's, it's been an interesting ride because, you know, I entered the cannabis industry and originally as a civil rights lobbyist that represented kids with disabilities right. and and you know just a traveling one man pro bono show um mm-hmm. that I'd done for decades and, and I ingested and found the wonders of cannabinoids and started researching that and began giving away these big compassion programs and that's truly how i i, I became a researcher and and you know it's it's odd when I look at my bio now. Like I'm the one website I have, researcher OG, which is pretty easy to look at. Anybody watching researcherog.com, and it, and it shows you my bio there and publication. And I look at my own bio, and I'm like, is this truly me? I mean, uh, yeah, yeah, I have like 40 something uh, <laughs> international symposiums of medicine organizational committee. I mean, I'm I'm a total stoner. I mean, <laughs> About all this great professional stuff but you right. know this is the cannabis industry and a lot of us have have grown from from where we once went and got a medical card because we we smoked weed and now it's just the case and, and and we went from that to slowly discovering more and more and more as all this different stuff got unearthed. You know, Rick Simpson came about. A lot of people don't know that the RSO Rick Simpson thing didn't even happen until around 2000, around that year. I mean, cannabis was already legal, had been for years after California's Prop 215 in 96. And... Then you got the Rick Simpson story, and then it took years for that to get out, and then the RSO craze, and wow, then we learned more about medicine. Charlotte came, Charlotte left, rest in peace. And and we got to learn about hemp and hemp extracts and cannabinoids, and I'll tell you, you know, uh, I, I, I always hated on hemp, and, and it, it's one of the hardest things right now. Because it's like the very first retail brand after a decade of being involved in cannabis, I've never had a brand for sale, and the very first thing I have is is called CBGA Crumble, and it's 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 from him. I call it the Hasher of and, and and I'll tell you, back when I first got involved in this, even though CBD was my initial path into. It, cannabis and cannabinoid cannabinoid medicine i should say Um, my path into cannabis was around age eight and a half behind the library (laughs) i know Uh, that path a couple years (laughs) ahead in school so my friends were like 10 and 11 and i was only eight and a half and i was like oh that was like first, and I was like, holy hell. And it was sort of like that one movie, you know, How High, where we you drank the whole Slurpee that was 40,000. <laughs> Bigger than your head. I can't remember which one of those movies it was, but it was like that, you know, where they, they all go. On seven so, so, yeah, I mean, I have a long history of actually smoking the doobie. Mm. And, I, and I think that that it's important to integrate this message when i can i mean i can't do that from the symposium stage but what i can do when i talk to doctors about cannabinoid medicine which has to be a totally completely different type of dialogue is flash in a in a poster board show diagnostics that show multiple cancers and oh oops that's out of order Met for something else. Sorry about that. Uh, that just happens to be a, uh, a document from my file that was reviewed at the American Academy of Cannabinoid Medicine after I successfully beat three different stage four cancers using cannabis oils. So let's go back to the subject. <laughs> <laughs> I can do that. See, you know, I, 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 I call that subtle. I love it. I don't know. So, so I mean, you know, personally, I think that that we're in this really weird space in cannabis. I mean, yeah. we've got billions of dollars of stuff being sold under Schedule One. We've got the National Institute of Health funding not only studies but projects to create cannabinoid medicine, cannabinoid. Medicine. We have a bill passed allowing us to now legally research, quote, cannabinoid medicine. (laughs) And when you go to Schedule One substances, you got this thing listed next: angel dust and you know, PCP and 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 you know, you know, stuffing you know a hose up your ass. You know, (laughs) things you shouldn't do that aren't medically good for you. You know, unless you're you need an enema. The bottom line of it is, marijuana is on that list. It's not even cannabis. So it's like, first off, before we even deschedule cannabis, let's call it cannabis on the federal <laughs> level. Because it's not even called It's still called marijuana. I mean, I write blogs all the time, right? And I have to put medical marijuana in marijuana, And I, 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 you know, I, 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 and I've always called it so right. Like, like weed, right? Type weed, right? You know, a good stanky dank bud. But, <laughs> you know, no, we've we've we grown, you know. We've we've learned so many different things, and it's one of the reasons why, why when, when I decided that hey, it was time to bring a legitimate brand to a market i wanted to legitimize a cannabinoid that people really haven't heard about a whole lot i mean we we had oregon state university blow up a, a thick, uh, hemp uh cannabinoids about a year and a half ago in a petri dish study where they you know they drop things in a petri dish and there's the cell there was you know basically a replication uh, of of the human covid virus and whether or not it would replicate was a study. And it was found that CBGA and CBDA was the number one in two cannabinoids by far that would stop this replication and actually successfully stopped it. But then the research just dies out. <laughs> Imagine that. Out it, where'd it go? It went a big pharma. That's where it went. Because what it did was hype up a cannabinoid, make it cost 700% of what it did before totally depleting a market and who bought it all who knows because there's not that many products on the market and what is on the market is mostly made out of isolates and mm-hmm. a lot of us know that, that when we look at cannabis as medicine we've looked, we've been taught some things that are pretty broad terms like full spectrum but what we haven't been taught yet is that there's full spectrum cbds full spectrum THC, of course, that people know of, like Rick Simpson oil. And then there's the CBGA is full spectrum CBGA. It's a complete extract out of the CBG plant, including the acidic cannabinoid. So so we, we're, we've we grown to a point to where we have all these different types of cannabinoids to, to choose from, and consumers are totally spun and I, I talk to people every day that that tell me, Mike, I, I've spent hundreds, sometimes thousands trying to find what will work for me. Now, I don't hear the sound of the stoner. Because Some people come to me and say, Mike, I just can't get high anymore. And wolf cannabinoid CBGA is known for causing endocannabinoid balance. Mm. We have an endocannabinoid system for people that don't know this, that are watching. I don't know how many of your watchers are aware of this. We, we have this thing called an endocannabinoid system with these receptors in our brain all throughout our our our, our um, neurological system and our in 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 our lymphatic system for example. And then we discover that it's all across our skin. Then we discover the, the discoveries keep going. We discover that 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 our tissue, our very organs have receptors. Hmm. We discovered that cannabinoid receptors are in the uterus and require endocannabinoid activity at the point of conception. This is, wow. this is a published study. This is not just Mike Robinson. Just blah, blah. I mean, I am the founder of the Global Cannabinoid Receptor. I know it doesn't mean much. I mean, the bottom line is, is, that, is that these studies are real. We have so many studies showing us the value of the endocannabinoid system, but we don't have a federal mandate requiring all healthcare professionals learn it. Mm. And this is getting a little bit concerning. It's been 20, uh, I'm sorry, 31 years. 1992 was a publication on the endocannabinoid yeah. system by Raphael Meschel and Al. Rest in peace. He just died. Um, what a great mentor, you know. But uh, uh, you know, and what a time to live in. I yeah. typed back and forth to the guy that discovered this and his team. I mean, it was a whole group of people. I don't know them all, that's for sure. But but their quarterback is somebody I actually typed back and forth to it. Didn't realize, I sort of took that for granted, guy in his 90s. But, and it's still, though, we have this system that was discovered through a network of, of universities working together, the endocannabinoid system, mm-hmm. and, and it modulates everything in our body. And, and we've discovered that, that there's countless, like a quintillion, I can't remember what the number was, it's just a, a countless number of receptors are in our mitochondria. I might. Okay. So now now it's over. Okay. So first we found them all over the skin. First we found them in the brain, right? Then we found them in the neurological system. Then we found these receptors for endocannabinoids in, 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 in the lymphatic system and beyond and, and, and and endocrine system. and, and, And we're like, wow, this, homeostasis occurs because of the endocannabinoid system operating right but it hasn't operated right in 100 years because of prohibition and and you know then and it's just incredible so so many people don't know about it and their doctors don't know about it and when their doctors say hey you shouldn't be using cannabis don't smoke that joint they can't say look doc When I take a hit off this joint, my CB1 receptor is activated, just to make it easy for you to understand. It lights up. And when it lights up, it acts as a neurotransmitter, just like a nanomine, an endocannabinoid that we're missing. All of us, and especially in medicine, <laughs> should be aware that we have clinical endocannabinoid deficiency syndrome. This was discovered in 2003. So now we're talking two decades ago. Again, doctors unaware that patients are clinically deficient of a neurotransmitter that runs all their systems. So how can you make any <laughs> diagnostic correctly if you don't know what the endocannabinoid system is? You don't know the function of it. You don't know what endocannabinoid tone is. You don't even know what endocannabinoids are and and this is probably one of my biggest issues you know and i'm so glad i got to go off this tangent and rant about this a little bit because you know i i just did the, the shredder challenge <laughs> and right now that's going on i don't know if you're on LinkedIn, but the american for safe Act, access has all these different shred challenges where we we tore a piece of paper in half a schedule one on it and challenge other people to do that, you know, on video, saying they don't support this. We support freedom, you know, and and you know it's a shred the schedule hashtag. I like hashtag. it. You check out that hashtag; it's pretty cool. But but I'm just so sick of it. I'm so sick of watching our government spend time on on wasteful practices when people. Need help, and it doesn't matter if it's about ending prohibition on cannabis or, or a hundred different issues. I mean, we, we just have a situation where we're no longer represented correctly. We're in a Boston Tea Party situation. No, is, is. We're not dumping our weed in the ocean. Sorry, dudes. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> you've been in the game for a long time, Mike. Is it, is it getting better? I mean, you've taken every approach possible from sneaking around the back to knocking on the front door to coming in with all the evidence, you know, using the, there's a good funny quote. that says something about, you know, beginning to understand and utilize the master's tool so you can go to his house and break it down. Like you've done every sort of strategy possible. Is it getting better or is it, is it just something that's going to go with time or what do you think's happening? What, what can we expect for the future, man? Is it, are we, are we making a dent or are people learning? Is this education helping? What's going on, man?
1: Well, I see it helping. And it's one reason right. why I don't, you know, and, and I have to excuse my candor because I've quite a bit of it. I was a, a lobbyist for a couple of decades representing disabled kids Basing off attorneys and hearings so I had to be you know uh, a smart ass yeah really good at it anyway but but I'm not into the cheerleading contests I see in the US Canada science scene. I don't see that helping us okay what I see helping us is pressure internationally it's what always has made a difference if you look at what's going on right now in the US government I just published on my blog on cbgacrumble.com. It's sort of easy to find me there. You know what I mean? You know? So I just published today about how the United States of America issued a resolution to Russia to change its cannabis policy to release U.S. prisoners, which of course released their own too, And I'm sitting back going, wait a second. We, we're, we're, we're taking a year. York- I, I was really hopeful that Obama mm, would yep. end prohibition. I'll tell you, without a doubt, I thought he would. I thought Bush would before Obama came in just to, you know, lay something in there, leave something on the Bush name legacy like he right. did. You know, but no, <laughs> they didn't. no then I thought Obama was going to do it for sure. They had no way this guy <laughs> he's got the backing and not didn't happen then and because these guys are all puppets mm. so yep. the bottom line of it is 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 that then we thought you know this other guy would do it who's sort of i mean i won't mention the name even because right now it causes too much chaos and that didn't happen you know there was a lot of promises but you know uh, it's face value, kind of thing. Politicians, uh, billionaires, they tend to be uh, full of shit. <laughs> so, so, you know, the bo- bottom line is we just haven't seen any prohibition. Now we got a guy that, you know, just sort of seems to be stumbling on his way to the stage and yeah, I'm like, going, holy hell. If we n- have never had evidence, that you guys don't truly run the country. Now we do. <laughs> We watched the guy sit on Twitter go, I hate you all, and get away with it. <laughs> I mean, how do you go four years without banning the dude from Twitter? I mean, when you've got a president who can't keep out of arguing on social media, don't you just rein that in a little bit as an entire party? I used to be a young Republican before was a civil rights lobbyist and a...
0: Oh, no, I lost him right there. He'll be right back. It's crazy to in think both, about. Right.
1: Yeah, You know, how, 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 uh sorry about that. But <laughs> there's my tattoo my car, you know? So I was a redneck racer. And, and so my values are still there. Right. I'm just independent in the middle of all this crap. But I watch it all because I don't care who you are in Washington, right. D.C. right now. You're failing us. Yep. Because as a whole, you fail. So if you're a football team and you lose the Super Bowl, you lost. right? So right now, as a leadership, you suck. and and and, and, and we need to work differently and towards a, a, a different path. And I believe that 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 slowly things are changing. and that's why I have always, targeted the international symposium circuit for cannabinoid medicine to talk about it use posters use simple i mean i'll i'll go by video i'll go by audio with just my picture and posters to appear in wherever egypt you know before sri lanka fell i did one there you know (laughs) know, i mean we're just talking about getting the word out all over that look We've taken some information and and expounded on it and and, and found that, look, cannabinoids can do a whole lot more than we thought, and the potentials are incredible, and it's very important that we continually look at potentials. Now, I'm a three-time cancer survivor um, who beat those cancers with natural extracts that came from a plant that I can't make claims on because, you know, I have a brand for sale and stuff, you know, some medical claims are allowed. I have severe epilepsy and, you know, uh, nature helps me. Uh, But, you know, isn't it weird how, how, how we see all these claims made about things that are just garbage? Yeah. TV ads about ranch dressing. Oh, it's Bounty faults. it's fresh. And consumers misled left and right of every last product. So go on Amazon and it's like, man, you get a bunch of cheap plastic broken shit. But the description that misleads you to know it. And, and in cannabis, you can't just say, this helped me beat blank. Unless you're a patient. Mm. Yeah. And and once you become, you cross the line. And I'll tell you, it's one of the reasons why I waited. Uh, you know, as as a patient, I was ready to launch a brand in 2016. Right. And it was, it was, I, I didn't even know what CBGA was. Let me do another shame. Yeah. Look at my yeah. I don't know if you can see that or not. Maybe turn it a little bit towards me. A little bit more. more There you go. The 420 is easier to see. There you Um, go. But, you know, it's interesting stuff to show to you. Yeah. The crumble is really interesting. And, And people don't smoke this that much or put in their joints a whole lot. They ingest it. Take little bits and ingest it. And they learned to do that from me. Well, tell me all about it, man. Like, is it is it a derivative from hemp?
0: Like, is it a derivative yeah, I mean, from everything?
1: Like, well, 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 break it down for me, man. Let me break it down for you. okay. Cbga occurs when there's this, this basically an eruption, okay. like the volcano over there on the big island. Okay, <laughs> an eruption occurs between enzymes and terpenes. Okay. The next thing you know, you've got CBGA, which I call the granddaddy, I used to call the mother major in research years and years ago. And now but everybody calls the mother major. I won't take credit for naming that, but oh, I will. Um, but anyway, you know, the bottom line of it is, 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 that, is that CBGA creates THCA, CBCA, and CBDA, mm-hmm. which all three of those create a whole cascade of cannabinoids. So CBGA is the powerhouse, man. And this stuff right here, I call the hash of hemp. You're my personal <laughs> stash. Check out the hash. Nice. Hand. I love this stuff, man. Look at that. <laughs> but this stuff right here, okay, creates THCA, which creates THC, which creates CBNA, which creates CBN. Wow.
0: Is it doing so, it in that body when I take it is my body be balancing? Is it is it using that raw material and then making those other ones out of it? Is that is no. that what's going on? No.
1: See that that's one thing I'd love to clarify. Okay. Think, okay, Mike, it's doing all this from like, wait, 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 that's not the message, and I'll probably write about that so I can let you yeah. know. Enough. Because what it's what C B G does when we ingest it is is a whole different thing than what right. C B G A is. So let's go over what it okay. is first. Nice. Okay. What it is, is this cannabinoid that creates all these different other cannabinoids. Okay. Now there is another cannabinoid, CBGBA that creates the varin cannabinoids, like THCBA. CBDBA, CBDV, okay, these are more rare. We don't see these in the products on the market a whole lot. We hear about THCV, which is a variant, um, for like dietary stuff, mm-hmm. and people talk a lot about it making you hyper. Okay, so, so... Move that aside and look at CBGA again. And we're talking about something that makes THC and CBD the two major things sold on the market. Now we're seeing CBG on the market. What's that? That's getting CBGA too hot. So what does CBGA make? Mm. All those things. What does CBG make? CBG. So there's a huge disconnect <laughs> in, in the market itself between consumers, between people selling products, even people growing. I have found that, that there just needs more education on this. And, and I'll tell you, I didn't, know what, I didn't know what it was. I didn't know that there was a precursor molecule that made all the other cannabinoids. That's mind-boggling. I didn't figure that out until years after starting to use. I smoked TAT. I got my medical card in multiple states, including the state you're in. I got, I got my uh, card in Oahu right as they legalized it. Wasn't it 2008? Yeah, was I it think 2008? so. Yep. It's it before I left because I left January 2010 after eight years on the islands. Mm but i'll tell you i had a card there i've had cards in multiple states but it took me literally from from 96 97 right after the legalization in california and the first card i got in california until 2012 here i need to ingest
0: Mm.
1: i didn't even know that cannabis other than ingesting to get high had some kind of medicinal properties, but as far as him, as far as this crap was concerned, hey, what do you need to do with it? It was a tall, lanky plant that didn't grow good buds. You can't get stoned, if it was so. So anyway, and I, I got a card because I had epilepsy, you know, and I'm like, okay, this helps me, right? I feel better. I don't know if I – I'm not sure if I seized less, but I sure know I wanted to smoke a joint and left the hospital a lot sooner. So I saved the system a lot of money by getting a right. cannabis card with severe epilepsy and then smoking weed instead of, you know, ingesting it and doing other things that actually treat the problem, you know, <laughs> because because I just wanted to get the hell out of the hospital, you know, smoke a joint. So, yeah, that's an interesting avenue. Maybe they did that on purpose. So (laughs) the bottom line of it is now it's just evolution. We're evolving and evolving and evolving. And now we've learned about things like CBGA. But for me, what it took was this long chain of events where I was introduced to ingestion. I began giving cannabis away in compassion programs. Um, I got sick with multiple cancers. I started traveling the roads just thinking my time was done and I'm going to pave my way to heaven and, and, and wherever I'm going, man, it's time to believe and and just do whatever good I can do, man. I mean, as a race car driver, I, even as a civil rights lobbyist, fight for people's lives with these slimy stuff to get it done. You know what I mean? It's just the facts. I can't litigate a case without being full of shit. It's just, <laughs> you know, it's, I'm sorry. It just, it's the way it goes. I mean, you need last minute pivot, pivot, pivot. So the bottom line of it is, you know, I just figured out life was over. Three stage four cancers at one time, bone metastasis, and you're done. Damn. I'd already had cancer once, treated at Queens in 2003. When I got treated in Queens, it caused paralysis from a racing wreck in 95 to return. I spent two and a half, almost three years of my time in Oahu in a wheelchair. Mm. We did chemotherapy. So when Mm. I got it in 2015, there's no way in hell I was having chemo again. So I was just going to Walk off and die. Now I saw the memes and stuff on Facebook, and I'd been in the whole compassion thing already, so I knew all about Rick Simpson oil and all that stuff. So uh, of course, that's what I went for. Give me the RSO, and immediately, you know, my initial guys that I worked with were a little more professional. Like, no, Mike, we call it ECO. It's for extract cannabis oil, and that's all I did was get that stuff, move it all over, and then one day I knocked on a door that's about. Eight feet away, my own front door, and 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 brought oil to a girl named Genevieve, and and I, and I even gave her a CBD, and she didn't respond right. You know, um, she spot, I, I and I she, I'm putting that mildly. Her response to CBD was very adverse, and I had this happen to me with more than one child. You know, uh, a lot of kids did really good. You know, I mean, everybody responds to stuff differently. I've watched kids do well with the same diagnosis, sometimes with THCA, sometimes with actual THC. Sometimes CBD all by itself worked great. Sometimes, You know, so so as we've learned to go to all these different cannabinoids, back then, seven years ago, you know, Genevieve, after a month of, of being her compassion provider, I, just, her mom and I went on a date. And I wasn't dating back then, I was sick. You know what I mean? So but I was on the road and traveling a lot. And but something happened when I met Genevieve. The love story happened then. It was like the moment I, I met her. You know, this child that I was told nobody could go in a room, allowed me in her room. When I sat in her bed, her mom just said to me, Oh like, What's going on? I'm like, you don't sit there kind of thing. She doesn't let people, And she came over to me to show me stuff. And she had an iPad. And and she started just doing things. When I met Genevieve, she was having a seizure. And I gave her oil immediately. And I can talk about that now because, you know, the statute of limitations is over and all that. You have to be a criminal to help people with oils and travel around like that. You know, you can't just give a kid that's seizing and could die from that seizure in oil. That's crime. It's crazy. It's crazy. But, you know, it's a trip to, the, I didn't know what CBD was until Genevieve um, because she responded to that THC and didn't respond to the CBD. So as her mom and I got together, it got to a point to where we—I got really close, and and she was using oil at school, going to school, using a lot of oil, and she just had started using it. She was pretty naive, but but she could really take a pretty big dose of THC and CBN, you know, two very psychoactive cannabinoids, cause red eyes, cotton up, all these different things, and, and it's not about the the worry of. Of brain stuff for young kids, we're talking about correcting somebody's severe epilepsy. It was more about, do you want that appearance? You know, Mm. is there a way around this? Is there a way around using this, this, and that? And that's what led me to this cannabinoid. I was like, after doing some research, I was like, there's this cannabinoid, and nobody's got it, but. Where do we get it? And I was like, well, it, it, it's in THC and CBD plants as they convert. First, I found some CBD plants. It wasn't easy, but I was traveling at the time, so it was a little bit easier because I wasn't in California. And and tried to grab some of those at six, seven, eight weeks and couldn't get very much CBGA. Um, and then I found that THC cultivars, mm. were much more. They're much easier for me to, and I, 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 you know, was advanced in school kind of thing, you know. But I'm able to look at things and see things, you know. And and I was able to look at the THC and, and plants and see we're there, right. we're at the point of conversion. In which this plant, and I have never grown cannabis. Okay, I'm just a researcher, and just a different person. You know, wired a little bit different. So, so, but what I found was the plant converts from CBGA over to THC, and it's pretty quick. You don't got a lot of time. That thing, that plant could be sitting at five, five and a half percent CBGA. And it's gonna move into THCA mm. and it, it, it it didn't sit there for a month like that. It sat there for two days like that. At the most. I don't even know. I can't Is think. it
0: like in a vegetative stage? Is it, is there like a certain stage where the plant it is where it is like up,
1: that? It's flowering. Okay. It's about seven weeks in the flower. Ah, uh, okay. Okay. Seven to eight weeks in the flower is what I read. That's the first, that's what I went off of, was reading that. And then I found it depended on who was growing it. Then I found out it depended on where. So it took a while to find CBGA. Yeah. But as it was found, which was pretty quickly, because it was my girlfriend's daughter at this point, you know what I mean? Um, We made something we called autism love out of it. And... And I found that that a lot of, of people that weren't responding, adults, with every ma- malady you could think of, that didn't quite respond to CBD, but didn't want THC, responded to this oil. Mm. Now, on my own, I didn't really consider the fact that, you know, you take a bottle of a, of a prototype and go, okay, I made this. Mm. <laughs> I, I mean, if you have any kind of integrity, <laughs> You do some kind of safety study, so you drink the whole thing, and, and you do that over and over again, and it can make you sick or do you the runs because you know you had too much MCT. No, but I'm just saying that I had no idea what it would do for me because I didn't like hemp to begin with, yeah, and you didn't feel anything. And I've always been a stoner, so it's <laughs> <laughs> that's the thing about CBGA is uh, when you can't feel anything from this and you start ingesting that, man, you saw what I've lit. Yes, right. Totally straight at the start of this podcast. I had to pick up glasses about halfway through to see you. Things that well, I know my vision, I use reading glasses, but still, uh, <laughs> but but I started getting high school high real quiet, you know, and that's an old school term. Not saying high school people should get high, I was saying, you know, back in our day when we snuck out and we burned one, we got <laughs> so fast, and I get that way, and literally, this that I lit on your show go that and I'll do that I've got one right here that that was from like the earlier part of the week and I'll do that you know my office is closed off and, you know Eric going out of so, here you know but, but anyway see I'm like old school workers yep like <laughs> but but no seriously though you know, a lot of us, a lot of us have smoked cannabis for a long time. Smoked weed, smoked the ganja, whatever you want to call it. If you're a stoner, I made CBGA four twenty, so you pay attention. I'm gonna get some fancy branding. It's all flashy. CBGA four twenty. <laughs> you know what I mean? So four twenty. You open this thing up. Yeah. Guess what? I've got work to do. I can't stay in this state I'm in. And, and I don't want to take some CBD right now and mitigate C- my THC. Mitigation means offset and, and make it not work anymore, just metabolize it away. Instead, I want to take some CBGA, which will also metabolize it. But while it does... CBG goes in the system and works so unique, so unlike any other exogenous or plant cannabinoid or synthetic cannabinoid. I've never seen anything like this stuff before. It goes in and it's like this metabolic thing that that metabolizes things that's, that are bad. Now, I, I, that's, that's probably my best way to describe what it does. I don't see it just yes. metabolize everything. CBD is sort of garbage disposal stuff, you know, pharmaceuticals, this, that, that work. And a lot of people said, oh, CBD synergistic with THC. And I disagree. No, how is it synergistic if it knocks it out? (laughs) Is it it, pulling it away so it's easier to say, hey, you can take a gram because it's one-to-one? Yeah, okay, because it's truly not even one-to-one by the time you take it that half is pulling away from the other half, so it's more like a quarter to three quarters. <laughs> yeah. so, I mean, all, there's a lot of different ways to use cannabinoids, and no two parties should ever agree, because we all have different endocannabinoids. Mm-hmm. So anybody that says, Mike, I don't think you're right. I'm going to say you're right. I'm probably completely <laughs> wrong for you. Right. Okay, but for me... I'm on a point. And <laughs> for a lot of other people I am too, because we all we're all different. So, you know, the message I send nowadays is, is endocannabinoid balance. You know, balance that system, you know, smoke your weed, smoke your ganja, enjoy legalization, man. Enjoy it to the mass. I mean, there's so much. I don't have The only thing I don't like about recreational laws, for example, are are what they do. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I can't say I don't like that there's recreational laws. Um, I can't say that I think that it should only be medicinal. Some people take that platform. I believe in all of them. I'm a civil rights guy. So I believe that. You should have cannabis lounges if you want them. I believe that you should be able to walk in the park smoking a joint if you want to. I believe that you should be able to grow it like a tomato. I totally believe in using it as medicine, but we can't even talk about it like that. I and mean, we we're like banned, barred, and gonna be sued, fined, whatever, kicked off, censored. You know. So I mean, so so I, I believe in all of it. But what you can do more legally, which is odd, not odd, it's the way our government works to make things look bad, is you can't smoke the hell out of it, right? And big old cheesy bleezies <laughs> and go to cookies with burner wrapping and stuff. I love burner's wraps, you know, that wrapped wrap you love. You know, hey, you go buy all these fancy seeds and all this cool merch and shit and be still on our 420, you know, but but you can't talk about it it's menacing and they want it that way. And that's cool for right now. Cause Hey, we like having access. So as long as the laws pass and allow people to get access to things, I'll be happy. And, you know, I just want people to learn endocannabinoid, yeah. man. It's my message. It's like, I don't even care what you do to achieve it. Cause I'll tell you, you can do meditation, yoga, exercise, You can eat right with omegas. You can take vitamin B. uh, You can take vitamin uh, omega-369. You can take folic acid. You You can take a lot of different supplements, get a lot of exercise, and have a healthy endocannabinoid system. We see people walking around every single day that don't use cannabinoids at all, none, not even the stuff I've talked about today, and they've got a good ECS their endocannabinoid system and their ECS tone is good. And and I can tell because they can't even smoke a joint. So if they can't even smoke a joint, that means they're populated so much with the endocannabinoid that looks like THC. Mm -hmm. They don't need THC. Okay. So, I mean, it's possible to not need certain stuff, but... Most of the population just doesn't fit that script. I'd say like 95% in America, maybe 97 <laughs> Right. So, hey, you know, I just hope people, you know, take the time to learn a little bit more. Yeah, and when they're out shopping around, you know, consider everything. Consider CBD. I don't. Have CBD stuff. I, probably, I don't know if I ever will, you know, but, but, you know, consider CBGA, CBG, consider the THC, of course. Most people walk in a dispenser, that's what you're looking for. And, you know, it's weird how the government's divided it. Mm-hmm. If you walk into a dispensary, you will not find this because I can't put it in there. Now, through a loophole by calling it smokable, the CBGA 420, if we completely package it to fit the regulations, we'll go into California dispensaries. And then we'll be able to introduce CBGA at a mass level to to the to a lot of people that are just being high. You know what I mean? Because a lot of dispensary sales are too recreational and people with more money, and, and a lot of people do go to the, re- the dispensary and get something for medicine, medicinal, but most medicinal people find other ways, you know, they, they start growing, they find, find their connections, and you know, do their thing, but anyway. Do you, do you think, Mike,
0: do you think that maybe sometimes, I'm curious about this, people that have a relationship with different plants or, you know, you explained about the way in which you found that sweet spot where it was CBGA before it became THC. Do you think a lot of the healing can come from growing or beginning to really understand what's happening in the plant? Like it seems like we can learn a lot. From the process the plant is doing. You know what I mean? Like you learn a lot about yourself that way.
1: We're already there. I'll tell you, there's yeah. already CBGA cultivars that have been mm. for five, seven years. There's CBGA cultivars don't even convert to CBG. There's CBC cultivars now being birthed and getting ready to go out there. To where we're going to see CBC plants, and I don't know what wow. the is going to do then, because now you're going to have CBGA plants, like I'm showing you, CBGA crumble. You have CBG plants, which are you know don't have the A, so they don't do all the stuff this does. You know what <laughs> I mean? So it's it's going to it confuses consumers already. Right. And that's one reason why I brought forward CBGA crumble as a brand mm-hmm. on cbgacrumble.com as a website. So this makes it really easy to understand. You know, and then and then make everything on the website easy to understand. And then and then we have worked on for years Genevieve's dream. Because Genevieve the girl I came to the house to to see seven years ago is started calling me daddy almost seven years ago. So you know I mean, now her conservator, she's almost 20 years old. And we created this brand to fund her life and her dream. It's the Carousel Challenge, and it's on the Crumble website now on the menu um, where people can go look at it. It just goes right to that page, and it shows all about her love for carousels, her desire for uh, this carousel village. She wants her own big carousel because hers left she considered a local ride that was just massive and old and original hers. And she did for so long. And everybody said, your carousel, take him to you. Too. So now we have, to, we have to bring her to a ride and wave bye-bye, blow kisses. And we've been doing that for six years now. Since 2017, it's pretty heartbreaking. And and I'm done. You know, I tried to get industry farmers and this and that to create the dream farms and blow it up. I tried to get all these joint venture things, but it's hard to do that. It's hard to bring this new concept because people are like, should I do it? I mean, no, even though this stuff is. So, so, you know, I got a partner that'll do it. And, and we, we decided, Hey, let's launch CBGA crumble, teach people what CBGA is, you know, take all that, educating doctors all over the world crap and turn it into language everybody can understand and I'm still working on that believe me and 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 then put Genevieve's Dream a CBGA tincture on that website and that's in production right now and it's literally going to be almost like CBD was introduced. Charlotte came and Charlotte's gone CW Sciences still has Charlotte's Web, I believe. You know, rest in peace. You know, and you know she came and and changed the world. You know, and brought forward a new cannabinoid that mm-hmm. wasn't really new, but but new to the world. You know, right. hey, here's something that does something that you're not used to, and you know, it's not getting you high while it's doing it. And now here's CBGA stepping up right now, being that. Next thing, it's not just CBG that people got sort of thought was CBGA. They're like, oh, CBGA is the mother major. And people actually learned that. And then they thought CBG was it. And it isn't. Because people sort of looked at THC, where THCA doesn't get you high, but THC does, and it's really effective. So they thought, okay, the A's got to come off the CBGA for it to be good. And no, it's the other way around with that cannabinoid, and and that's why I'm excited to see Genevieve's dream launched out there, because it's her brand. The trademark is in her uncle's name. He was my partner in a nanotech entity, and he holds the trademark. He's a brother. Yeah, we went to, <laughs> Dad went oh. to and and uh, from the islands, so. So I partnered up with the brother from the island, and we've got this entity here in the Bay Area, and and uh, it holds the trademark for Genevieve's dream to be transferred to Genevieve as it's registered, and the brand itself, already in our agreement, is Genevieve's brand. I'm her trust, her her, her conservator, so of course I see everything. But we but this thing was is being created with a concept and desire. Right. To create a fund, this dream fund, that not only gives her a carousel, but gets rid of like long waits for dentists, long waits for doctors, state-funded therapies just don't show up anymore, you know, things like that, that that really impede the life of somebody with a developmental delay like her. As a young adult, we want to give her the most autonomy as possible. And we believe that that without any judgment or critique of any other brand out there named after a child or whoever, you know, this is an adult. And, and you're, it doesn't matter if she lives under a roof in the theater. None of that matters. What matters is she, she gets compensated. You know, and, and we make this fund that buys her this big ass carousel and more. And we start looking at the whole thing like, hey, let's create a world, a life. You know, was like, well, maybe I'll match the fund. And then I was like, well, this product is all about that whole life. So let's just go that way, you know, with with at least are into the stick you know we have a revenue partner that for production and all that kind of stuff and and you need that you there's no possible way you can do something like this on your own especially if you have a brand that gets massive you need business people that know what they're doing you know and so I'm excited to be able to bring the world that um, in a tincture because it's so much different you know we got something in the dropper bottle um, you know, you've got like the, the capability of taking something, you know, golden oil and just, mm-hmm. and now you've got something that, that is delivered a lot differently. Doesn't look like, you know, hash <laughs> I mean? for the gold crap. That's great. But for kids, older people, a lot of them want some drops, some capsules or something like that. Yeah. You know?
0: Is it I dose dependent? Like, like when you, when I see it in a dropper bottle, is it like one milliliter is equivalent to like a half a gram or i mean is there certain dosages for certain things or is it because everybody's system is different the medicine will be a different dosage for each person
1: well i mean whatever you you're purchasing has so many milligrams per ml right um, but there is no universal charts thing mean, right I can't go into medical claims or right fruit right right, fruit right what or how good point you know? but but what what I can say is that as a researcher I have never been comfortable with mm-hmm. the Western medicine overlap of dosing charts it's like hey you know what we had major major issues yeah. with people taking stuff three times a day they only needed prN we had major, major issues with giving people a 10 milligram tablet with no option to break it into 10 parts. You know, we, I mean, on and on and on to where people didn't get to take right. a little piece of it. And I'll tell you, it's one of the things I love about Crumble, and people and adults love it about Crumble too, is they can look at it and go, oh, and you get this gut feeling after you use it for a while. I think right. I can mean, kind
0: of eyeball you
1: know? And so dose response is different in each person, how they respond to the dose. This cannabinoid, I've used a lot of today. And you can tell because it looks like I had like eight shots of espresso. (laughs) (laughs) But it's a very, very energizing cannabinoid. And it, it, it does an amazing job for endocannabinoid system. The whole system is amazing. The whole planet yeah. is amazing. Every last bit of it. You know, there's so many negatives thrown out about the cannabis industry that today, I want to end my week right now because it's about happening. You know, here on, on the West Coast, just the thought that this is a good thing. You know, sure there's bad people, negatives and this and that. But this is a really good thing. We're, we're seeing plants accepted, finally. Yeah. We haven't seen it on the federal level yet, but we will.
0: You know. Yeah.
1: It's, and for me, you know, anybody watching this can go to CannabisLoveStory.com. Another easy website. All own mine are really easy. Nice. <laughs> so CannabisLoveStory.com tells the story of my family and why I'm sitting in this chair in this location. I wouldn't be here otherwise. Um, I never, I'm in mean, Santa Barbara. I never had even visited much before. Uh, so definitely wasn't a planned location to live. Yeah. <laughs> but, but uh, you know, it, it's... Uh, it, it's where where my family was born from the cannabis plant, from compassion, from love, from giving, from care, from the desire to help people and see things change, you know. So with that, you know, I just want to end this and saying thank you so much for having me and and I look forward to, you know, talking with you again sometime and, and you know, in all of this, we didn't even talk about the fact I'm fighting cancer for the fourth time and beating <laughs> it, you know. <laughs> but, but, but that's okay. You know, I mean there's always in the podcast. But but you know, I, I think that 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 people should keep their options open and consider the plant, consider every aspect, even juicing it, grow some in your garden, try to be self-sufficient.
0: Yeah, and check out uh Get, I don't know if you've said the uh maybe I don't know if your website's easy enough for people to remember maybe you could throw it to them again
1: C- <laughs> the what the, the cbga crumble.com yeah it's sort of like like I don't know if you can read that I tried hard, hard cbGA crumble I think this says CBGA <laughs> crumble dot com and i'm telling you it's it's pretty easy one to get to yeah i got it
0: linked down below too mike this has been amazing man i i i love every part of it man i think you have a very incredible way of getting points across and it runs the scope of you know the kind of the trickster deity a little bit a little 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 smack talking a little bit and a little bit of throwing it in people's faces and compiled with some compassion man I, i i love the way you communicate I love what you're doing. I love what you have done, man. I'm looking forward to, to talking more and getting my hands on some of the crumble myself. So thank you for the message today, man. What, so anything else you
1: want to, you want to hit on before we leave? Hey, be kind to one another. Everybody, please. Nice. That's, that's the number one thing I ask of anybody and everybody. If they ask me that question, because we truly don't know. And, Just like the cheesy meme says, we don't know what people are going through, and we could look at somebody who looks strong, 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 and they're not. And this week I got a pretty intensive reminder of that through the loss of of a good friend's son. You know, and it was a depression move that nobody expected. So you know, it's 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 young too, twenties. Man. So, you know, so it's just love one another. Yep. That's yep.
0: Fair. All right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I hope you guys enjoyed the show. Go to the show notes, check it out, play this back, have a good laugh, get some insight, get some understanding. And um, you know, Genevieve's dream. Let's make it possible out there. And check out the website. Uh Mike, hang on one second, I'm gonna talk to you for a moment after this. But to everybody else out there, aloha. No. <clears throat>